Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today is the woman who knows how to set personal boundaries, Alex Standy. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Indeed we are, and we're off and running here with uh, Alex in her Purple Haven with the beautiful shimmery stuff in the background. Like, oh, there she is, <laughs> yeah, looking really happy. Good to see you. How you doing there? I'm all right. I'm hanging in there. That's good. That's a good yeah. thing. All right. And we we have a special guest who's joining us today. Her name is Erin Smith, and uh, she is an expert at craving. I mean, now, there are probably a number of people out there who feel like they're all experts at craving, and that's quite understandable. <laughs> uh, but But she's also an expert at how to overcome craving. So she's actually got both sides of the cover, which is pretty darn cool. And we're nice. going to learn a little bit more about how that works. So Erin... Hello, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. I just, I love this so much. Thank you for having me. This is so great to be here. We're glad to have you. And uh, (laughs) you you are the founder of whatwecrave.com. Great domain name, by the way. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. That was a download. Thank you. (laughs) Tell us the backstory on that one, because there's got to be a good backstory there. Oh, gosh, the backstory. Yeah, you know, I have spent... um, my entire life, uh, long story short, we'll just keep this part short, but yeah, in the emotional eating like realm, that was me for most of my life. And I just working in holistic health for 15 years, you know, you think that I would have it figured out. And, uh, and I kept going back to, which I know we're going to get into all this, but I just kept getting back into these emotional eating, just cycles. And I'm like, what is going on? What is this blackout moment that I'm having where I know better and I'm still eating all the things? Like I have a stressed out situation and I, my whole body just, just all these emotions take over and I just reach for the food and I black out like what is going on? And I'm like, I'm going to put on a summit about this because there is something deeper than the food. And it's like, what am I really craving? And it just, it just kind of came out from the from just a download in my brain, like, oh my gosh, what, what are we really craving? That's how what we crave started out of, it was just birthed out of my own personal issues, uh, with, with emotional eating. I just became really obsessively curious about what is going on. What is, what is going on when you have that blackout moment? And that's interesting. Here we are. That's the story, right? Everybody who, who, who has a, a, a really cool thing that they've discovered, they discovered it through their own crap that they went through. 100%. You're, you're going through your own crap and all of a sudden you get the download as you describe it. And the download says, Oh, here's, here's where you need to go for your answers. Like, Oh, great. Everybody needs to know that. I love yeah. That. Your, your mess becomes your message. Yep. That's, and yeah. Here we right. got- mm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We know all about that, don't we, Alex? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Your mess becomes your message. I like that. Yeah. It's and it's a beautiful thing because you can help so many people. And you know how we see this in our own lives. You have this big, thing in your life that happens and you look back and you're like, Oh my God, it was all meant to be. Cause I'm supposed to help other people with this thing that I'm going through. Once you get on the other side and you're like, Oh God, everything makes sense in your life after that point. Mm-hmm. It all makes sense. Yeah. Now you mentioned 15 yeah. years in holistic healing mm-hmm. and that does bring a thought to my mind. People often reach out and look at holistic approaches to medicine and to healing because they're not satisfied with what they've been getting from the traditional mainstream medical community. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yet, very often, people will be trying the, the alternative, and that doesn't seem to work either. So you actually have a really key piece of information, because like you said, you, you yeah. came from a place where you, are, you, you, you should have already known this. That was the way you expressed right. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yet yeah. you didn't. And you, you, you basically found your way to it. Can, can you kind of like outline for us a little bit about, well, first of all, what the holistic healing field looks yep. like. And yep. then how, how is it missing stuff like this? Because it is missing stuff mm. and, and we're having yeah. filling gaps. Yeah. Well, you know, we all have our gateway into like, I want to be healthier. What's your, what superfood powders were my gateway. I started working for a superfood company um, in my early thirties, my young hustler days of being a sales rep. And it's like, you know, you, if you have a health scare in your life, it, it totally creates a passion for like staying healthy. Um, cause once you, once you come close to losing your life you, or if something happens with your health, you have so much love and care and respect for it. So for me, that happened to me. That was another, that's another story. I had a kind of a freak accident 
and um, definitely divinely timed to, there, there was a reason for it. And I came out on the other side and I was so passionate about health. And I, you know, I was like, I just went on the deep dive into health, right? But our whole life is this, it's not just about health. It's about, there's a whole pie, sort of a pie chart. I, I see like a pie chart of there's so many other things in life that we have to look at, not just health, but there's other things. And I was, because I was so hyper-focused on health, I didn't look at the whole, the rest of the pie, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. what led me to emotional eating, which we're going to talk about. But, um, you know, like there's so many amazing things in uh, for healing that are out there that you don't need a pharmaceutical drug for with a ton of side effects. I think there's a time and a place for Western medicine um, when you're on the operating room with a, you know, a broken leg and you need whatever. But when it comes to healing, I mean, the, the things that are available to us for healing are there if we can just, if we just tap into it. And usually there's some sort of path that we get led on that we get curious, like, Oh, I saw this. I saw this. Okay. I'm going to lean in. And, um, you know, when I first started my career, uh, in sales, working for that superfood company, I felt so amazing and my vibrations were high. And I was just like, this is like, everyone needs to feel this way. And I got so just passionate and in love with superfood powder. Cause it was, you know, people, it was helping people with, you know, all kinds of stuff with their health issues. I know we can't, we have to be careful with claims because you, you know, all that, but from a, from we'll, a, we'll like, put the disclaimer, we'll, we'll make it real, yeah. we'll make it real easy yeah. for you, right? We are giving yeah. no medical advice here. So don't look for medical advice here. Look yep, to your medical you. practitioner. Okay. Yep. We're covered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there's so many amazing, beautiful things that are available to us for healing that, that, um, are out there. And for me, it was all, when I first got into health, I was studying, you know, cancer, autoimmune, gut issues, um, you know, detoxification, just all of these amazing things that were available to me. And I learned so much. So I had all these protocols, like how to fix this, how to fix this, what's at the root cause of all of these diagnosis health issues. And honestly, it ends up being five pillars that are key. It doesn't matter what the diagnosis is. It always comes down to five really important things you have to look at. And nutrition and health are one piece, but it's not the whole piece. You have to look at your, um, obviously what you're putting in your body. You have to look at your toxins. You have to look at your emotional traumas, your mindset and your beliefs, um, your gut and just pieces of like, let's say mineral depletion or certain things off things that are off balance. You need supplementation for, um, you have to look at just, there's, there's a whole list of things that are so critical. And for me, I got so into just the health and nutrition piece And then I wasn't looking at anything else. And so holistic health is incredible, but a lot of people will, you know, there's so much information out there that it's almost information overload. And we think, Mm -hmm. oh, it's just about diet or it's just about, it's just about nutrition or it's just about this or just, it's like, no, it's about everything. And for me, I think what, um, you'll see personal trainers or coaches, um, you know, 15 years of seeing just all kinds of beautiful doctors and amazing doctors and coaches that are available in mainstream. It seems like they only focus on just diet, right? They don't, you know, there's certain pieces they're missing and same with holistic health. We're like, just go vegan or just, just eat, just do keto. And it's like, we're not looking at our gut health, our stress levels, our sleep, our trauma, our beliefs about life, um, our, like things we inherit from our past, um, how like just there's so many more pieces. So I'm all about with what we crave. I wanted to bring forward every single thing that's underneath these issues, right? So it's not just one thing. It's all the things and what to look at. And then you, I feel like, you know, when, when you know the next thing, the next step for you, you know what it is, but it's just providing all of those pieces because we're all different. We've all had different traumas. We've had different lives. We've had different uh, just stories and you can't fit everyone in a box. You know, mm-hmm. you can't, we're, we're not in a box. It's, we're all different. So we all have, we're all bio-individually different. So you have to take it one step at a time, but look at the whole pie of, of these really important factors. And I feel like a lot of people are missing, um, are missing that. And so that's why I wanted to bring as much information as I could to be like, Hey, these are all the things we got to look at that are underneath 
what we're actually craving that have nothing to do with the food. And so it's, that's, that's sort of the big 30,000 foot view there. But that's cool. That's yeah. Cool. Now, yeah. Alex has been dealing with a number of, of uh, yeah. medical issues, including a fairly serious one. I'm curious, mm-hmm. Alex, what parts yeah. of the, of what uh, Aaron just said were resonating with you? Um, the part about how, I forget which is East and which is West, but anyway, so modern <laughs> medicine, um, modern is Western. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Western medicine focuses on like the surgical part and like, like what we can do and what medications we can put you on. Uh, but the healing part is the part that we, where we lose track because the doctors just put you on the medication, then you're on your way, but they don't focus on the healing and the other parts that you need and, and the mental part and the physical part and the emotional part and all of that is, needs to be included in yes. the healing process. hundred percent. And, and the, the things we don't think could be the, the, like really the strongest piece of that equation end up being the strongest piece. So for example, mm-hmm. emotional, emotional trauma, that's invisible, but yet it's stronger than anything. If we are, if we have trauma in our body, we can't heal. You know, if we have True. stuff going on that, or we had, let's say you were abused as a kid or physically, mentally, emotion doesn't matter that can actually be stronger than any dietary change because mm-hmm. you can't heal a body that is um, in that state. You know, you have to create um, an environment where, so the body can heal. So there's just so many things that, yeah, there's missing pieces everywhere. And um, healing is a very layered process. And, mm-hmm. and uh, like I said, like we all, we're all in our journey. We all just got to take one step at a time. But I feel like when you just show up to life, life will start showing up for you where you're like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm ready for the next step. Like, what's the next step? And it will, I feel like that's what happened to me was, you know, I knew all of these things, um, but I wasn't looking at all the other things. And I just got hit with like, look at this, look at this. I just got tested and all of these things. Like, look at this, look at this, look at this until you sort of, you know, answer the call here. <laughs> it just keeps showing up. And then you're like, okay. And then you got to do the work. And um, that, that was, that's what happened to me. So I know. It's a beautiful thing because we can help so many people, but, um, I know we're in the midst of it. It can be really hard. And so I think just providing that community to each other and, um, holding space just to even like talking about it is so healing too. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Literally the act of just being in community with people that are going through the same thing is so healing. So I really appreciate you guys getting this out. And so I'm here for whatever I can help with. You just let me know. (laughs) Well, let's start here. The, um, the, the, the fact that you laid out this wide range of things that have to be addressed, I think very nicely illustrates how challenging the whole thing is because first of all, you're hit with some sort of an emotional, I'm sorry, some sort of a health issue. Um, Mm -hmm. Alex has had quite a few of them actually. And when you're, when you're dealing with a health issue, you're, you're dealing with all the fear that's associated with it and, and the confusion and, and you're getting mixed information and the information often contradicts itself and, mm-hmm. and you aren't sure where to turn. Where do you begin in yeah. this field of, you know, like yeah. all these factors have to be addressed. I don't even know where to start. That That's mm-hmm. the, the emotion that I think that people start with. I don't know where to start. I know. I know. Um, you know, I think there's so much. Im- the beauty of it is with the Internet, there's so much information out out there to, available to us. Mm-hmm. And that can be like a really awesome thing. And then also it can be really overwhelming to where you just shut down. You're like, I don't even know where to start. Who do I talk to? So I get both sides. Um, honestly, I just started looking at podcasts and listening to podcasts and um, whatever had resonated with me uh, was what I started to just, I was like, again, it's the first layer of healing, right? So for me, I got introduced to a superfood powder. Um, gosh, it's called nano greens. Anyways, it's a company made out from San Diego that they, it was a superfood powder for can for patients who had cancer that, that were going through cancer that needed uh food. Cause they couldn't, you know, eat regular food. And so it's this high vibrational, just nutrient dense food that I started, I got introduced to, I started taking it. And I feel like that was the gateway for me, just adding a scoop of superfood powder into your diet. Right. Um, that was the biggest gateway cause it changed my vibration. It changed my energy. It changed just everything from the inside out and also helps with all kinds of stuff from a health standpoint. There's all kinds of benefits. We don't have to get into that, but there's all, there's a list of benefits. You can Google superfood benefits, right? And it's just a list. Um, for me, that was, I just started adding that in. Then I got really curious about, okay, what else can I do? I just started listening to podcasts or Googled like 
online summits that are, there's a ton that are available. So let's say there's a specific thing, like let's say autoimmune, you could Google autoimmune summit and there's probably 20 different summits that will pop up that have 50 experts on it that are talking about autoimmune. So there's a lot of information available, um, depending on what you're going through. But for me, it was just where I just started looking deep into the information and, and then things just started dropping in for me, like a little breadcrumb path. Mm-hmm. And 15 years later, you know, I, or I try and go to the, the health conferences that are available, like the actual physical health conferences, um, like, uh, upgraded labs is in California and it's a big health conference. So there's, there's, you can Google health conferences. You can go to, you can Google podcasts, uh, like top women's health podcasts. Um, but for me, uh, the top sort of the top doctors that I have found in this space, um, Dr. Zach Bush, who's a holistic medical doctor. Amazing. There's a million podcasts, um, you can listen to. Um, and there's, you know, again, there's 10, I could give you off the bat, but I just, I feel like just figuring out what, what do you want to feel? right? What do you want to, um, experience? Is it just more energy? Am I fatigued? Is it a specific thing? And then just search in podcasts in the, in the podcast search bar or in YouTube, and you'll find it'll just, you'll get loaded. And, um, I think the ones that are talking about real healing versus, um, with medication, right? Like medications have side effects. It's more of a band-aid versus root. If you get the root cause, you'll see most of the commonalities for healing are very connect interconnected. And there, a lot of people are talking about the same things. It's, it's a, it is a, it's about 10 different things to look at. And I think it's just up to us to go, okay, I know I can change this. I know I can add this into my diet. I know I can remove this out of my diet. I know I could go, you know, whatever therapy or thing that feels right to you, just lean into that. And that's what I did. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, yes. do, have you have you done the YouTube and the podcast route for your stuff? No, because <laughs> the thing is about thoracic endometriosis is it's so rare and hard to diagnose that there isn't a lot of information out there. So thoracic endometriosis. OK, so I haven't heard of that. I, I know about endometriosis, but thoracic. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I could definitely give you my take on what I know about endometriosis and give mm-hmm. you a few things if that's helpful, but, sure. um, but yeah, so the, the key things that, um, any symptom, no matter what it is, right. Again, this is mm-hmm. not Western medicine diagnosis, it's more in holistic health, any, any Western or any diagnosis, it doesn't matter what it is. It will come down to your gut health, your level mm-hmm. of, of toxins in your body, your genetics, um, your stress levels, so stress and mindset, any trauma that you have, um, diet and supplementation that you're missing. So, um, that is, that is like the core sort of core of like healing, um, starting your healing path. So with endometriosis, what we tend to see, um, also too, this is a new thing that I've, I've seen, um, is, I don't know if you've ever watched Ricky Lake's, the business of birth control, but birth control, there's a, very direct, um, link to, um, any type of, um, issue in that area, uh, Mm -hmm. um, because there's long-term side effects to birth control that a lot of the, that pharmaceutical companies are not talking about. So getting off birth control, uh, not, I'm not saying whether or not to do that, but a lot of women have started the healing process by actually getting off birth control. Again, depends what you're looking for, what your goals are, but that's again, just one piece of the pie, but, um, it's like the, the body carries toxins. Um, and we've over, it's kind of like, you know, over 50 years, never taking out the trash for 50 years. Right. Um, our garbage can is going to be full and it starts to overflow. And so our bodies, we, we all have our own sort of, um, ability to hold toxins, our own bucket. Uh, mm-hmm. This is Dr. Dan Pompa is one of the doctors I used to work for. Uh, he talks about this all the time. We all have our own bucket. And when that bucket fills over and there's a toxic overload of our bodies, are like, Hey, the trash can's full. We gotta, we have to like start taking this out. Cause I, I can't, <laughs> can't hold anymore. That's when we start to see health issues. We also see not we, but this industry, the health industry also sees issues when, um, there's a high emotional trauma or high emotional impact. And so the high emotional trauma can actually 
show up in the physical body, but it's actually emotional. So as you guys know, we are energy bodies, right? And right. so if, if there is an energetic impact, uh, an energetic trauma, um, Bobby Vogel is, um, who was on what we crave that talks about this. You have an energy body. And if your energy body experiences a trauma, it will manifest, um, into the physical. And so removing that trauma is very important. There's lots of ways you can do that. So again, like it's just, where do you want to start? What feels right to you? Right. Do you want to look at, um, there's gentle detoxification. There's, um, supplements to take for gut. There's supplements, um, for stress or supplements for sleep. But it's really all about removing the interference so the body can do the healing. So that's why if you can get rid of the toxins, get rid of the trauma, get rid of the stress, um, add some good stuff in and nourish and support the body with, with healing. Um, and again, this is very 30,000 foot view. I'm going like giving like the cliff notes. That's, that's how the body, cause you know, the body is an incredible, um, like we are, this is the most incredible machine ever. And the body is a self-healing machine. Like we cut ourselves and it heals, right? So as long as you can just get, take the interference out, um, that's the, the bar, the body can start to heal. Dr. Christine Schaffner in Seattle, Washington. She's another good one. She talks about, about this. It's just always in layers. So what layer do you want to start with? Right. And, and so, yeah, it's just, it's just learning like, in, in each of those areas, just learning a little bit more and the things you can do to support it, just supporting the body. And, um, I know a lot of doctors can give like diagnosis, like, Oh, it's it. You can't, we're not, this is incurable. It's I've seen the most amazing healing journeys because one, they believed it. And two, they didn't listen to their doctors that told, told them it was a, a death sentence, <laughs> you know, or mm-hmm. like, you're always going to have this. It's just the way it is. No, it's not do not believe that, you know, like I know a lot of doctors will, will, will tell you one thing, but they don't have the, the experience, you know, on this other side of, of pharmaceuticals, they don't have the education. So, mm-hmm. you know, once you do, it makes start, everything starts to make sense, you know, and once you start learning about how the body works, it all makes sense, you know? So, um, I hope that helps. I know that's very high level, but, um, you know, when we, when we jump off, I can always email you like the top doctors for endometriosis and things you can do for that. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all making sense? Yeah. Okay. I can kind of give the fire hose. So (laughs) (laughs) one of the words that you use that I thought was an important one is one I want to return to. And that word is resonance. Mm -hmm. What resonates with you? And, and you, you, and when you use the word, you emphasize that you were paying attention to what did resonate with you. Talk about why you think that's so important. Well, I think, um, you know, we, everyone comes with a a set of, of intuition, our gut feelings. Right. Um, and I think we tend to suppress those. Um, a lot of, a lot of times we're like, Oh, I had that, that little feeling and I just, I didn't listen. And then you're Oh God, I should have listened to my gut. I knew that. So like our intuition is there, you know, and if we, something will ping you that, that your soul knows, like, listen to that, lean into that. And I, and honestly, that's all I have been doing with what we crave is just leaning into, I'm curious about this. And my gut knows it's something deeper, something's going on. And I'm going to, I'm just going to be curious versus like, I have to figure this out. Like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to open up to what is underneath all of this. And usually it will guide you. We have that inner guidance system, as you guys know, with intuition and law of attraction and vibration. I mean, you have your own sort of North star. So I think, um, when, when things get too chaotic and there's too much information coming at us and we don't know which way to go, I think centering yourself and just being quiet with yourself and either getting into nature or grounding or doing something to like center yourself, breath work to just be quiet and to just ask, okay, what is my next step? I, it always comes like, you know, Mm -hmm. so that's why I, I, you know, we always, I think in today's world, we're like, we can Amazon prime everything. I can get this easy. It'll delivery tomorrow. And like, we all want to Amazon prime our solutions and our healing journey and our pain, right? Like get rid of it, get rid of the pain. Don't want to deal with it. This easy button overnight delivery, you know, everything's like this now. And 
I think healing is very, uh, it's the complete opposite where we have to get very quiet and it's, it's a journey that is totally unique to each person, which is why you got to use that intuition because yeah, there's you, you and only you know, what's right for you at that time. Cause you're, you're the only person that's gone through what you've gone through. So how can I say you should do this when you know, what's best for you? Like I might say, Somebody might be, oh, you should try going vegan. And I'm like, I feel awful on going, being vegan, even though it might work for a month, but, or doing something that it, if it doesn't work for me, why am I doing it? You know? So that's right. why you just, you got to trust, you got to trust yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That trust is a big deal though, because it can be a challenge to trust yourself well enough to trust that inner voice, to trust mm-hmm. that inner feeling. I mean, that, that, yeah. that can be tough all by itself. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And we often learn those lessons after the fact, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't that annoying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, no, dude, told you. Oh yeah. Thanks. Intuition. Like I know. And I feel like the more healing that you do and the more curious you get, your intuition becomes louder and louder and louder. And that, that inner voice becomes stronger to where you're like, no, I, I got me. I, I know, I know, like, thank you for your advice, but I, I'm just, I trust me. And, uh, listening to that has been pivotal uh i think for me with with everything i've gone through i don't know if you guys feel the same way but has that been true for you alex um i wouldn't i wouldn't say it's been true but you know there's been moments there's been moments yeah yeah i um i think i think it's been like again our mess becomes our message so somehow in the midst of everything I think we always, at the end of it, when we kind of get on the other side, we can look back and be like, oh gosh, yeah, I, I, I could see all of that sort of weaving itself together into what I'm doing now. And, mm-hmm. um, if we can just, I think I remember when I was in the, sh- like the darkest point in my life of stress and emotional eating and, um, just utter just yuck of when you're just stuck in the yuck of just the blah of life and just you feel disconnected from yourself and just like stuck and I went through a couple of years where it was just you know really heavy for me and um but I remember going there is a reason I'm going through this I'm gonna figure it out but I'm gonna I'm gonna put that backpack on and go up the mountain and I'm gonna figure this out because it's happening for a reason I'm just gonna trust that there's something on the other side of this but it was like, I just had to surrender to it and go, okay, I'm ready. Like, let's go. What do I got to learn? And just sort of being the, what's the word when the, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, that, that was, that was big for me. So, uh, I know, I know in the midst of it, it may seem heavy, but I promise you on the other side, it will all make sense and it'll all come together. Just keep legs like, like one foot in front of the other and just yeah. you know, baby step. Yeah. Mm. that's where I'm at right now is the mindset of I'm going through this and, and in creating content about it because it's so rare for other women who are getting gaslighted by their doctors and, and don't know what's going on or what to believe on WebMD or what have you. And I'm going through this so that other people don't have to. And that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Yep. And it'll be a beautiful, uh, it's everything you're doing, even in a year, you'll look back and be like, Oh my God, I just, I listened to my soul and I Mm -hmm. just wanted to do this for other women. And then you'll get all of these answers and you'll continue to just, it'll just be amazing. Like you can tell your soul is like on the right path. Cause you're just like, I know, I know, I know. And I don't know how I'm going to, whatever's on the other side, but I know I'm in the right direction. Right. Right. good, Good for you. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your um, website and your summit are named what we crave. I, I want to look at that third okay. word for a second, crave, uh-huh. because that the fact that you chose that tells me that played a huge role in your journey. Talk about that a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> I just, ever since I was little, emotional eating was such a coping mechanism for me. Um, and, you know, you grew up with, a mom who's Italian that just feeds you love and food and like, eat all the things, honey, you had a bad day. Let's have some whatever. (laughs) Uh, or you have, you know, I was very, very like abnormally skinny as a kid. So my dad was always trying to bulk me up uh, for basketball. So he was always feeding me. 
Mm-hmm. And um, just got wired at a young age to eat all the things all the time. So if I wasn't yeah. eating, it was like nor- abnormal to not eat to not eat because I was always just shoveling food, you know, from being an athlete to going to basketball practice and just being absolutely famished to trying to bulk up to emotionally, uh, you know, the the love from the mom. I mean, you can see how this wiring would start to started to happen at, at a young age, right? And so, um, also you know, people pleasing behaviors, um, worthiness. Like there's a lot of stuff that I learned with the summit that I look back on and, um, emotional eaters have a lot of, uh, people pleasing. They're very empathetic, but they also like to people please because they don't have boundaries. And so life kept hitting me with, um, like, the narcissistic boss and the toxic, this, the, like the people in my life just kept showing up. They were testing my boundaries and testing my, um, all the things I needed to look at and heal, you know? And so, uh, it was long, you know, good 10 years of, um, no boundaries, no self-love, no self-care disconnected from myself. Um, because I was trying to be the executive, you know, corporate star at, you know, these companies and hustling for my worthiness and getting my gold star and the, the, like the approval from the boss, um, because the relationship with my dad as a kid was, I was always trying to get, seek his approval and, um, from him because that's another story, but, uh, grew up in a hardcore, hardcore Christian household where it was like, you're never good enough until you do what I say with God and church. Mm. And, and, uh, so that just, of course, I was all meant to be in the tapestry of, of my story, but, uh, but it was, it was, it was like, again, just, I was looking for acceptance and validation, worthiness outside myself. So, you know, tying all that in together, right into this big knot, um, like these, like a big rubber band ball of just knots and tying, you know, pulling that apart one by one. Um, there's a, I was craving me essentially. I was craving Mm. my, I was craving the connection to myself, but I was going outside of myself to try and get connection Mm -hmm. when really it was like, it was all internal and going inward. So, um, the way that, you know, the, the interviews that I did and the, and what came up in a lot of the interviews and the experts was we're actually just creating, craving our own connection to ourself and connection to, uh, our own love and our own divine, um, connection, spiritual connection, um, whatever you want to call it. But we're basically craving ourselves um, to feel love that we never had, to feel um, validation that we never got. Whatever we were craving in our life, you know, that we didn't have as a kid, we have to give that to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and if we don't, it's going to show up in other kinds of ways, which for me, it was emotionally eating. So I was, you know, I would hustle so hard work, you know, I don't even know. I never took a day off over a few years of work and I found myself just inhaling food all the time, just inhaling food, never stopping to rest, just go, 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 go. You know, I was basically hustling for my worthiness when realizing that we are, we're worthy just by, um, existing. And so we talk about that a lot with, in these interviews where your worthiness as a human being on this planet, it's what, what, like 300 trillion to one chance that you even show up on this planet and it's not by accident and that you're worthy just by being here and that you have magic and you have medicine for the world that this world needs that only you can bring. Like when you start to understand the divine intelligence that you are and the divine beauty that you are and the worthiness of your soul just by existing, stuff starts to shift. You start seeing yourself differently. You start showing up differently. You start having boundaries you start taking care of yourself more. You stop people pleasing. You start doing the things. Oh, I get chills. I get chills every time I talk about this stuff. So I, <laughs> I guess I'm in the right, uh, right area here, but you know what I mean? Like you just, um, I feel like life is going to test you in ways that you need to heal so that that's because you're going to go help other people, um, with it. And that's like our life's purpose is to help each other and to help heal and all elevate. Um, and, just keep the world, you know, full of love and, um, and humanity. And, uh, it's a healing journey being on this planet, but that's like our magic is needed. And so when you start seeing yourself as, Oh, that 
I have something special to offer versus I'm just floating around on this planet doing just, I just showed up. I don't know. I'm just here living. No, you know, when you start to really honor yourself, um, which that's a, that's a healing journey in itself, you know, like that takes time. I mean, it took me 20 years to get, well, I'm 41. It's technically my whole life, you know, (laughs) 20 years of a shit show of like no boundaries, no, you know, no connection to myself. Like all those things that I just talked about just over and over and over again until I finally was like, I got to do some work. I got to go into myself, you know? And so the, the experts had in a way have all shown, you know, how this shows up. And, um, that's, that's really underneath all of it is the flagship in the ground is, is worthiness for sure. Um, that, that we're craving to feel and we're craving something deeper and we're craving to know ourselves. And when we don't, like for me, I was, Besides the emotional eating, I was credit card swiping, um, like putting myself in a debt, like, oh, I'm going to buy those yoga pants because I deserve it. Even though it's not really in my budget, I don't care. And I, it was just like dopamine hit, dopamine hit, just trying mm-hmm. to like feel better about myself, which granted a great new pair of yoga pants or a new pair of shoes. Like I'm all about it and taking care of yourself and buying nice things. But for me, it was all the time because I was so miserable on the inside and so disconnected from myself that I would just be like, I need to feel better. So instant gratification. Um, so food and shopping were my, uh, were my two big things. I know a lot of people have their vices with other things, sometimes alcohol, sometimes it's fill in the blank, right? It's, it's, it can be a lot of things, but for me, that's what it was. Um, I put myself in a lot of debt. Granted, I got myself out and I, the moment I started to shift the way I saw myself, I was like, you know what? I don't need those new yoga pants, but I can go on Poshmark and find the same price. They're used twice for like $20 instead of 200. And I'll go buy that instead. And I started to just slowly get myself out of debt, slowly start to shift the way I see myself. I didn't need to spend the five grand on the snowboard trip to Colorado because all my friends were going, you know, I was like, Hey, I'm good. I'm just going to stay home this weekend, guys. Like I got other things I got. I'm going to take care of me you know, you just start shifting and you start showing up for yourself in different ways. And then I noticed when I started to shift the way I saw myself and the way I, I, um, was showing up, other things would shift and my emotional eating started to dissipate. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's underneath. That's a big, big old fire hose underneath what the word craving means. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You were actually taking me back to when I was growing up, I, I grew up in a neighborhood that was dominated by Italian, Polish, and Irish families. We, we were the rare English family, but uh, it was all the, the three nationalities dominated the area that I grew up in. And of course, with the, the Italian families, you you know, you'd go over to your friend's house, and uh, his mother would say, uh, "Manji, Manji, eat, eat. You're you're too skinny." Yeah. You know. Yep, and definitely. if you went over to the Irish family, they were hiding the whiskey bottle. If you went over to the <laughs> Polish family, they also wanted you to eat, but they wanted you to eat sausages and you know things like that. So, so it was, it, it wasn't just Italian. It was, right. it, it was multiple. You can't es- it's culture. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's culture. Yeah. You can't escape yeah. it. It's foods everywhere. And yeah, it's always in front of us. It's not just like a, you know, with people who are addicted to, let's say cigarettes, it's, it's not like everyone's smoking everywhere all the time, like food, food's everywhere. So that's why it makes it so hard to break that because you have to eat, you know, <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's everywhere. And culture is love. It's like showing love to not eat. When someone presents you with food to not eat, you're like, I'm, oh my gosh, you want to people please. I need to eat this because they Mm -hmm. love me. It's just, you know, it's so funny how we have this cultural stigma around food, but it's, it's there. Yeah. It's very strong. Yeah. Yeah. Alex is the queen of personal boundaries, but I got to ask you, Alex, I mean, you, for you, the personal boundary thing, you you learned that through dealing with family members and all that kind of thing. Mm Have you ever had to deal with that with the food side though? Um, my food issue was, uh, the medication I was on was making me sleep eat. Mm. So that was weird. Um, so I had to, I had just, you know, put my foot down and say, you know what, doc, it's not working out for me because I'm eating in my sleep. I'm waking up with Dorito bags around me. It's crazy. I can't do this anymore. So yeah, I had to put boundaries around like standing up for myself and it with doctors and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. And see, and you trusted your intuition, you know, it's Mm -hmm. not working for you. Listen to yourself and you're advocating for yourself versus having a doctor who may not know every single piece of your history, your biology, Mm -hmm. you know, telling you what to, you're like, no, I know this isn't going to work. What else can we do? So good for you because I know I, I totally get it. I totally get it. 
when you when you took that stance, I imagine it was very much like the other times that you were establishing your own personal boundaries because you were the queen of them. You're really good at them. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you, do you yeah. find yourself being energized when you when you set a boundary like that? Oh yeah, it feels so good. Oh my god. The other day, <laughs> the other day, somebody asked me to do something. It was it was for the reunion. It was like the day before, and somebody was like, "Oh, can you send us a um a list of the songs on the playlist?" And I was there's a it's a nine hour playlist. So I'm not gonna do that. So <laughs> yeah, I've been working on this for six months. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you every single song that's on the list. So I I, I wrote and I said respectfully, that's a lot of work. Yeah. And I'm doing this for free, so no. <laughs> I was like, you'll we'll go over it when we test out the sound system, but no. Yeah, I love a good boundary. It makes you feel so good. Yeah, good for you. I know I want to hear more about these boundaries. If if what I was saying about my own boundaries is resonating, like yes, and and and, uh, because <laughs> you know, shoot, maybe I should do an interview with you on boundaries for what we crave. Because yeah, it is it is everything. It mm-hmm. is. It's so much deeper. Um, I interviewed Mark Groves, um, and it, it's so much deeper than uh, what what a boundary means. There's so many layers to that. So right. I, I'm fascinated by um, Terry. I don't know if you know Terry Cole, the boundary boss. Have you? Do you follow her? She's really no. amazing too. She's a good one. You'd love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's again rooted in worthiness, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Always comes down. That's the flag in the ground is worthiness. Yeah. And it's yeah. I was gonna say I find that if you start your sentence with respectfully, yes, you can say whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Respectfully, no, I'm not gonna do that because I value my personal space and my personal whatever have you. I value myself more than what you want me to do, or more than what how you're treating me. So that's how I love it. I love it. Respectfully, I like that. Yeah, respectfully. I'm adding that in. I'm adding that into my vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, for me, if, if something uncomfortable will come up with my boss, like, oh, we need this done by tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, I'm the, I'll do it because I don't, I'm not with anyone right now. I don't have any kids. I'll take it on myself because your lack of, of responsibility to your team, I'll take on that risk. I'll take that mm-hmm. on because, you know, I'm, I'm a good person and I want to people please. And I remember I stayed up till 4 a.m. It was the 4th of July. I stayed up till 4 a.m. working for some stupid spreadsheet that, that didn't even need to. It was just because they they were like, I need you to do this. And I said, okay. And I, it was like the ultimate test of like, why would I say it's the 4th of July? No one's going to care. The, right. Everything's closed. But I still did it. And, you know, if I, if I, granted, I'm grateful for it. But if I would have known what I know now, I would have, you know. It's just, I didn't feel worthy to be like, I deserve a day off. Mm-hmm. Where is that coming from? Right? Yeah. And isn't it yeah, interesting I, how, how we, we have these experiences and we, we get, we get pushed. Mm-hmm. We get pushed past a certain limit that no one can predefine for us. But when we reach it, we know we've reached it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that's when we're re- ready and willing to make the change. Mm-hmm. And I feel like without that, we, we have to get to those low points to make the shift. That's why I think the low points are beautiful because most of us just were like, oh, it's a low point. Like, oh, that was terrible. But really it was so good. We needed that or else we wouldn't have, done, we wouldn't have gone, okay, I'm going to shift this because I'm so freaking sick and tired of feeling this way. You know, that it, it, it's a beautiful thing. That's why I think, you know, grief or these darker, these not dark, but like these heavier feelings are just signals. They're not. They're not bad. They're, they're just there to, they're our body telling us something's not right. And it's, I like, we're not in alignment and we need to shift and it's for our greater good in some way. And yeah, so how valuable, I'm, how valuable yeah. to think of it, think of those heavier vibrations as being useful. Right. Right. Exactly. Whereas we think, Oh, if I'm feeling depressed today, that it's something's wrong with me. It's like, no, there's, it's a signal. What's going mm-hmm. on. That's deeper. You're human. You're feeling this for a reason. Let's, let's like get into the layers, you know, it's so, there's so much like, oh, depression, drug, depression, drug, depression. And then you have all these side effects that are, you know, versus just listening. Where is the depression coming from? What's going on? You know? And so for me, it was, if I was feeling depressed, I'd reach for the food, which granted there's some days where you're just going to have some ice cream. Like I'm, you know, it's like (laughs) ice cream wasn't meant for that. Let's be all human. (laughs) Like you go through a breakup. It's like, you know, I get that there's like, we're all human and I'm not Mm -hmm. discounting that, but 
you go through it, you greed, you have the ice cream, but then what's underneath that, you know, listening to it and like going inward versus just trying to stuff it. You know, there's just so much beauty in that, that our souls are trying to say something and it's for, it's for our greater good. Yeah. Usually a transformational way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to add to what she was saying about people pleasing. Yeah. That's all fine and dandy as long as the person you're trying to please is most of the time yourself. Good solid point. point. Solid Very good point. point. Yeah. yeah. That's question solid. is, who are you trying to please? Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. And why? Yeah. Mm. Right. I, so I, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say that uh, Alex, when, when we do these interviews, normally she's just very, you know, very laid back, just sitting back and so forth. Twice so far, she has sat up. During the interview. <laughs> and whenever she sits up, I know we've touched on something really important. Yeah. She just mm-hmm. sat up to do that one. Yep. Yep. So, so, so that was important to yeah. you. I know, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> it's a boundary conversation, man. It's deep. And, and your soul knows it's like, yes, keep talking about this. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to, I forgot what I was going to say, what we, what we were just touching on. I had my point, but I lost it, but, um, that. no, it's okay. I just, I had a really good thing and it'll come back, but, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I always say like, we'll, we'll, we'll look back on this moment and you'll go, Oh, it'll all make sense. Even yeah. though in the, mo- in the moment you're like, God, this really sucks, but it, it will all make sense. But we have to stay connected to ourselves versus trying to drug it or numb it or push it away. Like we have to just, we have to go into it. Um, Oh, that was, there was a really good quote. Um, Mark Grove said, you have to go into the wound and go touch it to heal it. Like you have to go all the way in and really look at it and touch it mm. to like dismantle it and heal it versus like, I don't want to feel it. I don't want to like, you know, stuff like putting those emotions away that only caused me like that. I only suppressed my stuff and it just, and then I would emotionally eat because I was stuffing the emotion versus like going into it and like figuring out what it is, what's going on. Like that was like, that's the actual gold is in those moments, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I call that feeling it all the way through. And, yeah. And the thing that surprises yeah. me about feeling it all that way through is that when you actually dare to feel it all the way through, it's amazing how quickly you get through it. Yes. It's only, it's only when you don't dare go there. That's when it stretches yes. out for ye- eons. Yes. <laughs> right? And then you're like, that was it? Yeah, right. <laughs> that was what all the hubbub there. was about? <laughs> yeah. You got to go there. I know. It's such a good point. And then I feel like because you're sort of answering that that call, right? Like the little shoulder tap, like, hey, pay attention. When you're like, okay, I'm going to show up for this. Like, I'm here for it. Like, what do I got to learn from this about myself, my boundaries, whatever it is? I feel like that's when you'll get a little, a little prize from the universe going, oh, boop, here you go. Like, you're doing, here's a breadcrumb. Like, next thing, like, you'll get some sort of a, something will come into your experience to be like, good job. You're go, like, keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. And whatever that is, because it can show up in different ways, but, um, yeah. I don't know if you guys experienced this last week on 11-11, which was like one of the biggest manifesting days, apparently. I don't know if you guys knew that, but it yeah. was a it was an absolute shit show for most people on 11-11 because we we're all being tested of like, are you ready to level up in your life? Are you ready for the next step? All right, I'm going to test you. And it was like, I had one of those days where 50 things went wrong. Um, and I, but I like, I managed to just I've worked on my nervous system to where I don't reach for the food. I can like just breathe and like mm-hmm. process through it and go, okay, I got it. I tell myself uh, like in my head, like you're a badass, you got this, like, let's go, you know? And, um, and so that, uh, that day really challenged, challenged me. And then after that, after kind of, I got through that test, I had like an awesome, like drop in after so it's like, keep going, girl. Like when you, when you're ready to level up, life's going to test you, but then it's also going to bring you what you want. So yeah, I was it was. I remember what happened on, on 11-11, which was last Friday. Yeah. Right. And I, I had to actually go look at my playlist to find out what, what show I did that day. That, and that kind of cued it in my mind. I can't remember what happened during the day, but that interview that day was one of the best interviews I've ever done. So kind mm, of following the, the, the pattern you just described. Whatever happened earlier in the day was nowhere near as good as what happened at the end of the day when I did that interview, mm-hmm. because that, that guest was, was making some points that were just really, really, really good. Yeah. So that kind of fit yeah. into what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, 
you show up for life, life will show up for you. You know, you just got to be open to, I think, surrendering to, to what it is. Cause we think it's going to look like one thing and then it doesn't. And then, but it all ends up working out, you know, like you just got to flex that trust muscle uh big time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes practice. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. It takes practice. It takes repetition and it, it, it takes going back to it over and over and over again, even when you don't want to go back to it. Right. That's probably the hardest part because you're, you're doing some retraining. You're, you're retraining the brain. You're retraining your pattern. You're, you're right. retraining your expectations. And that could take a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially because our brains are wired to keep us safe, which is another reason why we emotionally yeah. eat and numb out with food. Because anytime we don't feel safe, we're going to reach for the food to, to grab, you know, the control just to have some control when we're feeling unsafe. And the brain is wired to be like, if you step out of your boundary zone, I'm going to feel unsafe because my job is to protect you. So it's going to want to keep us small and like, that's comfortable. Keep us small. Right. And so I notice anytime, um, I, I honestly, I would notice that anytime I was feeling small, um, I could, I could feel the shrink. I don't know if you guys have felt that where your brain's like, this isn't safe. And then you're like, I'm okay. I'm okay. And just take Mm -hmm. the next step forward. And then something always shows up because you're, you know, you're saying yes to you and not, but your brain, you know, your brain will, will trick you into thinking, uh, taking you out of, um, your brain. Like that's with emotional eaters is like, we will get caught in that loop. Our brain will be like, this is safe. Stay in the safe zone. Even if it's the worst thing ever, our brains will tell us, stay safe, stay safe. And Mm -hmm. when you just know from a primal standpoint, our brains are there to keep us like, that's a lion. That's a snake. That's an edge of a cliff, you know, to keep us safe. So when we know it's just my brain trying to keep me safe, it's all right. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Like, I'm okay. I got this. And you just take that little baby step forward, man. It's, it's like you get miracles that show up. And I think we can yeah. all identify with it too. I mean, you don't have to be um, an overeater to appreciate the power of that craving and the power of that wanting to feel safe. Even yeah. though, you know, as you're eating it, you can tell, I don't, I'm not feeling any better here. This is feeling just as bad as it was, but does that right. stop you? No, 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 right. you keep going. At I know. It. You don't yeah. have to be a, an overeater to experience it. Everybody experiences it. I know. I know. That's why I'm so fascinated with it. Cause I'm like, what is this? We're still doing it and we know better. But then once you, once you can understand what's underneath it, then you're like, oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't go out in nature today. I didn't go hug anybody. I was stressed out all day with my boss sitting at my, my computer all day. I've been in fluorescent lights all day. I haven't gotten any fresh air. I haven't moved my body. Uh, I watched like the worst nightmare movie last night until 2 a.m. I like, you know, you start to go, oh, I've just been disconnected from myself. That's what, mm-hmm. you know, and then how do I reconnect myself? And there's tons of ways to do that. But yeah, that's. It's just your body going, Hey, you're disconnected, you know? So, so it's the recognition. It's re- recognizing what it is that we're doing, mm-hmm. recognizing what impact it's having, and then somehow making that conscious yeah. decision to change. Yeah. For me, it was, it was just the awareness, right? Because you know, so many days you're not even aware that you're doing it, that you're caught in these like loops and. When, when, when people say awareness is the first step, I was like, I'm aware, like I'm aware, like I'm, <laughs> I'm alive. I'm like living, I'm aware of my surroundings, but it's like, no, are you aware of your thoughts? Are you aware of what's taking over? Are you, are you aware of what's yourself. going on? Yeah. Are you aware? Are you connected to yourself to where you're mm-hmm. the observer going, okay, I had a slip. I'm human. Okay. Now what do I need to do to get, get myself back on track? Right. But before I, I was so unaware. I was just like, I just had a really bad day. I just need like 20 bags of, you know, cauliflower crust pizza and like, you know, inhale all of it and like a bottle of wine. Like I just thought I worked really hard and I was really tired, you know, and I was just <laughs> suppressing so many things. And then once I was like, Oh, I'm just completely unaware of it. I'm numbing out with food. I think I had to have a really honest conversation with myself. Um, when I was like, girl, this is like disordered eating and just because it's healthy, like I would numb out with the healthy stuff, right? Like the bulletproof, uh, Great point. yeah, the bulletproof, mm-hmm. um, the keto ice cream, but mm-hmm. because it was keto, it was okay. It's okay. Yeah, sure. Right. So right. I'd be like, well, then I can eat the whole pint because it's, or it's only 400 calories and therefore mm-hmm. I can eat the whole thing. And I worked out really hard and I, I worked out hard today and then damn it, I were, I had a really bad day at work and it was just like, eat all the things and, I noticed that I was covering that up with 
a health, it was healthy. So I, I just had to be, I had the awareness of being like, girl, you're still numbing out with food. You know, you're still like, you're, you still got something else going on. Like what is going on? You know? And it, yeah. So I know when, if I want to eat 20 of them, I'm disconnected from myself. If I want to eat, you know, it's like having one and enjoying life. Like you got to enjoy life. Like, but I could never just eat one. It was always like, how many can I eat before I'm stuffed? And then, and then I'm like, I can't even breathe. Like that's how mm-hmm. bad it would get for me just because I was trying to fill that with food. And I wasn't even aware. I just thought I was just, you know, again, I just thought I was hungry and whatever. It worked out really hard. But yeah, the awareness and just going, Hey, it's okay. You're human. But now what's, what's the deeper stuff? Like have compassion and then dig into it. And, uh, yeah, the compassion that's big yeah. because, because it's also easy, it's easy to beat yourself up for doing this too. Really oh, easy yeah. to beat yourself up for this. And that, that's, mm-hmm. that's just basically doing the same thing. It's just finding another way to not is really what that is. You couldn't have said it better. Yeah. And I would, I actually would do that. I would go in these cycles. I wish I had my photo I could show you guys of like my, like my swings of my weight because I would, do these like episodes where I would just eat all the things. And then I would be so shame in shame about it because I was, you know, miss health nut that knew everything. And what is she doing? Cause she's not doing something right. And so I had so much shame going, I should know better. And I'm still getting, you know, 30, 40 pounds up. I would fast it off because fasting is an amazing protocol for healing and healing the body. And it helps, um, pull all the, the, um, sort of, um, bad cells out of your body. It's like a beautiful way of taking out the trash naturally. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a protocol used since the beginning of time. Like it's nothing new. It's just your body has its own sort of way to pull all the yuck out of the body. Um, but you have to stop your digestive tract so it can actually push the cells out. So mm-hmm. you can eat. And so I was like, oh, uh, but you can also lose weight. And so I use that as a cover up for a healthy eating disorder of I'm just going to fast. I gained 30 pounds. I'm just going to fast for 10 days because I know it's good for me. And it's, oh, I'm going to do a fast and it's really good. And then that, no, I was just completely covering it up with a healthy eating disorder. And, uh, like, yeah, it's, um, just to make up for the fact that I gained all the weight. So I was still numbing the problem with no, just. There's a big self-honesty thing that has to go on here. And that's really what the challenge is, isn't it? Learning to really be truly honest with yourself. And that's healing too. I'll tell you what, Mm -hmm. like when you're finally Mm -hmm. honest with yourself and your body, you can just be like, I see you and you see the little girl and you see the, the little thing that you need to wrap your arms around and like give it actual love, man, that's so healing. Mm Yeah. Hey, we're running out of time. I got to yeah. make sure that we get something else in here. Um, the website yeah. is whatwecrave.com. You also have uh, a summit coming up at some point next year. I guess it isn't quite scheduled yet, but tell us a little bit about what that's going to be about and how people can sign up for that. Yeah. So I just, I have added um, new interviews. I'm, I'm rebranding it and um, it's just, we're building it right now with a new vibe. So um, in 2023, it will, uh, there'll be an opportunity to watch the summit for free. And so if you go to whatwecrave.com, you'll just get on the sort of the wait list until it'll it'll launch and then you'll get notified once it does go live. So if anybody does want to watch it, it's free. Like there's nothing, it's literally free. It's, there's no like anything attached to that. Uh, of course, if you want a copy, you can get a copy, but it is free to watch. So, um, so yeah, that's it. Just go and get on the list. And, And then I do send out like you guys do with your podcast. I do send out interviews, um, in addition to that after the summit's mm-hmm. wrapped. So yeah, maybe we'll do one with you, Alex, because I want to hear more about your balance. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah. yeah, that'd be really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's it'd be so excellent. Good. Yeah. Well, I gotta tell you what, we've loved having you here. There's one thing, one more thing I need to tell you that I tell all of our guests who are really yeah. great givers and you're, you're a great giver. There are many people you. whom you've never met, whom you've never seen, who you have given messages to and they've, it's helped them in ways that you don't know mm. about. Yeah. And I think we need deserve recognition for that. So on their behalf, thank you for what you've been doing for them and for what yeah. you will continue to do for them because that, that that's really important stuff. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you guys. I really appreciate that. I, it just, it absolutely lights my soul up to do this. So I know that I'm doing something right, that it is helping. If I can help just one person, it's worth it because your soul is just craving to like get this information out. You know how that, it just feels so good. Yeah. And you'll, you'll do it all day long. I think that's how you know when you're in the right spot, when you're like, I don't care. I just want to help people. Um, so thank you for having me and for helping to get this out. Cause I, I just, I know I'm like, if I'm struggling with it 
not a lot of people are talking about it. Like, let's talk about it and let's, you know, so it's just, it's so nice to be able to be with you guys and get this information out. So thank you. And Alex, I'm going to go to you for the last word here because you usually have a really great way of summarizing everything. Based on what we've been talking about here, if you had to bring it all together in a sentence or two, what would you say? Uh, be honest and be true to yourself. Boy, she's good at that. Yeah. <laughs> she's really, really good at that. <laughs> that's why I go to her life therapy. That's really great. So I thank love you, it. Alex. I love thank, it. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you to our podcast listeners everywhere. We will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you, guys. Thank you.